The Melbourne Racing Panel for Sheen Panel Service. Had a car accident? Call Sheen first. They'll handle your repair process from start to finish. Plus, provide an accident replacement vehicle. Call 1300 Repair. This is Saturday morning's must listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. Mark Hunter, David Gately, Jamie Rogers with me, Warren Huntley, looking at the Group 1 meeting at Flemington. We're on a good four with the rail out two metres. It's Australian Guineas Day and race four on the card is for the three-year-old fillies down the straight of a 1,000 metres. The scratching is number seven, Tantat Magic. Jamie, how does the market shape up here? Well, well, we've got some pretty good money in this race. So we'll start with the one, Lady Laguna, who is one of the better backed horses in this race, currently at $9. The two is Bistro at 10 with three, Ohio at $6. So the four, Wild Bell, is the $3.50 favourite and is holding three times more than anything else in this race. The five, Winner Takes All, has also been a well-backed horse at $7.50. The eight, Wave Rider Boy, is at $9.50 and Little Miss Kuby at 10 And then the 11, Arctic Ferry at $10 has also seen quite a bit of support at that $10 price. How are you seeing race four here, Mark? And Eddie, you think they might line up down the straight here? Probably inside and out. Warren Bistro from one and Arctic Ferry from 12. They look the leaders. Then look, I've got a big clump of horses just gathering up behind them. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether Bistro goes inside rail or down the middle. I'm going to tip each way here, number nine, Little Miss Kuby, who I think they've come to the realisation that 1,000 metres is the best distance. It just doesn't quite run the 1,200. I think if it can just get cover somewhere midfield, produce at the 300, that Little Miss Kuby will run on really well here and got a good each-way chance to beat four Wild Bell. It's a beauty Wild Bell, takes a box seat, got a great turn of foot. Just want to see them handle the travel from WA over to Victoria. That's always some query for me. And outside of those two, you go anyway. I've gone number three, Ohio, fitter for that first up run, and eight, Wave Rider Boy. Drawn to follow, Arctic Ferry out wide and was okay last time. So nine each way from four, then three and eight. Gator, Mark was saying he wants to see the horses from Perth come across and, and travel and see how they've settled in. I, I suppose first start here, that's going to be a, a challenge. In terms of the quality of her form in WA, how do you go about lining that up here? Uh, look, yeah, the, the first part of that question is just tough to um, ascertain. I think it's more challenging for a young athlete like she is um, than perhaps a more seasoned one, but that's it's a general rule. Each every like humans, every single athlete's different, aren't they? But as far as the form goes, um, well, it's really good. I mean, she's running the time. She ran fast time for the day last night and against the class. Uh, she thrashed one who was coming off a second to man crush. That all supposed to second to Amelia's jewel over there. So it's pretty good, you know. Um, and I'm not sure there's stars amongst these fillies. Oh, hey, it was a good return from her. She was forced back to the slower inside rail. Hillside in that hay stakes. Uh, back to 1,000. Her sole win was at 1,000. There's two two straight track runs, a little inconclusive, let's say. Lady Laguna on speed trial, pipped by a good one in Bacchanalia. Beat Golden Mile in the heat. Uh, ran well in a Quisette stakes, fresh last prep. She was an on-speed runner that day. She ran fourth. It was pretty much totally dominated by swoopers, including Ohi, who went pie her that day. And Bistro was simply too fast. First up, and uh, a forgive run last time, obviously, went lame. No aid ends there. Um, 4-3-1-2. David Gately's numbers 4-3-1-2 in race four. Mark Hunter with 9-4-3-8. I'm trusting what I've seen in the wins of Wild Bell, and 
she's had that recent run, so she's got some fitness on her side. You do want to know that she's travelled over well and that she settles in at, at Flemington on race day, but she's running time. She can put herself into a spot. Chris Parnham over to uh, to ride her and and maintain the association could well be a positive leader. I'm going to go with her, Wild Bell. I like what I've seen from her. I like what I've seen from number five, winner takes it all in a recent jump out to get back to the races. Probably settles that a little bit off the speed, but with Jamie Carr aboard, I think she'll be stalking on the back of the right horses, be strong late. I agree with Mark about the, the drop back to 1,000 metres being the key to getting little Miss Kuby into winning form, and she seems to appreciate those trips at this stage of her career. And Ohio was back near the inside, ran well in a race that ties a bit of this form together, even race for me, race four. But I'm trusting the Perth form for, for Wild Bell. She looks quite a smart filly. Four, five, nine and three for me in race four. Race five's over 1,600 metres. It's a benchmark 84. We scratch numbers 10 and 11, Jamie. So Warren is a six cent deduction for Queen of Air's scratching, but there's really just three horses in this race that have seen support. And that is, we'll start with the four, Munamek, who at $4.20 is the best backed runner in this race. The five, Rambler Rebel, is at $17. The six, Worthily, is at nine. I'm a Shelby is at 4.40. So the favourite is the eight, Kettle Hill, and at $3.50 is the second best backed horse here. And the nine, Sparkle, at $6 is another one that has been seeing support. Gator, the, the market's fairly even here. How are you seeing the tempo, first of all? Uh, looks pretty solid. Um, it depends what they want to do on Rambler Rebel, who um, certainly went quick last time. Uh, Herman Hess has been able to lead at a really strong speed relative to um, averages as well. I'm a Shelby. I think Carlisle can posse up closer as well. So um, to answer the question, I think it would be a truly run mile. Kettle Hill gets another go for me. His Australian debut was outstanding. Flying home uh, along the inside inferior ground, held up sectionals, uh, terrific. And then had excuses ever since in the, in the latest run. I mean, he was held up until the race was over. Uh, so I can't sack him. Sparker was a jump-out star before working wide on a fast speed at Hillside. You know, they always win. Um, she did a great job to be beaten three lengths and change. She won two of three second up at home. I think she's a big danger. Munimek keeps racing well. Ditto, I'm a Shelby. Eight, nine, four, seven. Eight, nine, four and seven. And with your reference to the tempo there with Rambler Rebel, Gator, I don't think it's a matter of what they want to do on Rambler Rebel. I think it's a matter of what, what Rambler Rebel wants to do. He seems <laughs> to be a bit of a free spirit. He just likes to, to get rolling. I'm assuming that he'll, he'll at least control the tempo here. Mark, how are you seeing it? Got the same four, same four numbers as Gator. I'm number eight, Kettle Hill. We've only seen the horse down here once and it was fantastic behind Savannah Cloud. Hasn't had the best of luck up in Sydney. Been a bit costly, but hasn't had the best of luck at she gets every chance here. Good gate, Jamie Carr, Park Fourth is somewhere there, and just get every chance to bounce back to form to beat number four, Monomek. Monomek's flying. It's got a messy barrier. It's got that 60 kilos and drawn out wide with a few that want to settle in the same spot. So it does need some luck from the draw. Seven Ima Shelby, good tough run last time. Rolls forward gives you a great sight. And nine Sparkle, who trolled pretty well going into that first up run, was wide. Trolled well again. Gets a nice run for Blake Shin and Fitter would be next best for me. So I don't really trust Kittle Hill, but I'll tip eight, four, seven, and nine. Yeah, Mark Hunter's numbers eight, four, seven, nine in race five at Flemington. David Gately with eight, nine, four, and seven. I'm reading the race that Randall Rebel's going to be rolling along from that wider draw, and 
I'm hoping there's an opportunity for, for Mick D to get on a Shelby just into that lovely stalking spot. He can't be improving at this stage of his preparation, but I can just see him being right horse in the right place at the right time here in this race. Seven for me. Head of four, Munamek, who's been up for a long time, like I'm a Shelby, continues to, to race well. Didn't have the best of luck. 1,400 metres last start, probably ditto at Sandown, the, the start before. Back to the 1,600 metres here, and maybe that's the top end of his distance range, but reasonable speed up front just should allow him to get into a rhythm and at least have continued momentum when he's trying to accelerate. Tongue tie goes on Kettle Hill. Could be a, a bit like Espiona last week. Back to, to Melbourne could be the... the key to getting Kettle Hill back into that form that we saw that unlucky run at his first Australian start and six worthily his best would be good enough I find him a little bit hard to trust but if he bobbed up I wouldn't be surprised seven four eight and six for me in race five big field heading down the straight for the English sprint race six over the 1200 meters take out numbers 11 and 12 Jamie leaving a field of 17 down the straight good luck to Matty Hill here yeah, exactly. Uh, Warren, well, this is a, a, an open race. We've now got a favourite at $5, but there's literally money all over the place and pretty much every horse has seen some support. So the one Sajardin is at $19. Some of the horses that aren't seeing support is the two Semyon at 41 Sevenak has been really popular, especially this morning, currently at $15. The six Paris Dior is also a horse that's been popular at $9.50. So is the seven Insurrection at 12 Gold Revolver at $21 has also been quite popular. More so at the each-way price, the $6 for the place, 21 the win. The 10 in Brudenell at $13 is the second-best-backed horse in this race. So the favourite is the 15 in Opal Ridge, who was $7.50 when we first went up on this market, but has now come into $5 off the back of the support that's coming through. The 18 Benedetta at $8 is also one of the better-backed horses in this race, and so is the 19 running by at $10. So, Warren, there's money everywhere going into race six. And plenty of money courtesy of, of the English sponsorship and, and the VRC Racing Victoria. $750,000 up for grabs here. And, uh, gee, I didn't hear Gator earlier in the week what his long division race was. But if it wasn't this race, I'd like to know what it was because I find this race almost impossible. There's going to be good speed here, and it's probably across the grid looking from the inside. Semion's got some speed. Brudenell's an on-paced runner. We heard that from Chris Lee's earlier on this morning, and it's evident in the horse's form. Gold Revolver will be there. Insurrection not far away, and Extravagant Star out wide has got some speed. So I think they'll run along here, and it's said, for me, almost an impossible start to the quaddy. I'm going to put six numbers in and just pray that one of them is the, the winner. Love the filly number 19 running by. She's going to be better over further. Wasn't a huge vote of confidence from Dave Eustace earlier this morning, but I like what I've seen from her leading into her resumption, and I, I do think she's a filly of, of good quality. I think she's destined to, to go to stakes level, probably over a bit more ground, but if she can stay in touch with Jamie Carr aboard, I think she'll be strong late. 15, Opal Ridge, trialled up very well to resume here, has some terrific form lines through economics even you don't have to go too far back into the preparation to see Pericles the, the last start where Opal Ridge was able to win and Zoo gotcha in the form so there's some terrific form lines around Opal Ridge <coughs> excuse me number 16 Nana guys trialled up well to resume good push from Catherine Coleman earlier on and 18 Benedetta freshened up and Jump out alongside Gigeki has to be a good form reference for this, and she looks a filly with way above average ability. Could have easily missed the winner here. Mark, my numbers are 19, 15, 16, and 18.
Yeah, it's like a Sydney race here, Warren. So I think Gator might be your best man here. He's got the best handle on the Sydney former. Look, I went with 15 Opal Ridge, who has only seen dry ground twice for a win and a second, so that doesn't seem an issue. I love its recent trial. Got that win over Pericles, even though it was a heavy 10. Got a win over Pericles. Go back to a second atroche, which we've seen down here run well. So we'll go with Opal Ridge to win to beat number 17, Cythera, who was good first up. It's got to stretch that out to 1,200 metres, but with a soft run produced at the right time can do that. I've been a couple of tough on-speed horses that are fit. Number 7, Insurrection, and number 10, Brudenell, both down from Sydney. Look to be going well. We'll be somewhere near the front and give you a good sight. But like you, may well have missed the winner. I'll go 15, 17, 7 and 10. Mark and I are looking for some help, Gator. Are you going to be of any use? Well, I'll tell you straight after the race. Um, but uh, I do want to make note, thanks for listening on Thursday, Ted. Uh, look, I'm, I'm going to go with Sebenak here. He returned gelded at Ramwick. He was close up buying a horse called Remark. They ran super fast time. You know, Dragonstone was second. Uh, I think Remark's a live chance in a challenge stakes today. Uh, this horse then went to the Zedative stakes and just was in a terrible spot from the start. He, he wasn't flash away. His sectionals home were, were fabulous. I mean, if you take out the Oakley Plate, he was the quickest horse of any, uh, quickest late sectional of any horse all day. And he's just drawn to swoop on them. So I think it's a reasonable case at, at a big price anyway. Opal Ridge, yeah, she's a smart filly. was a smart trial win as well. Uh, she bolted in fresh last time in. She covered ground. She wasn't far off the elite fillies in the Silver Shadow. And... Uh, as you guys reference, then beat Pericles. Good scalp. Um, big danger. Nanagui on pace, jump out, beat Shuffle Dancer, untouched. And a key rival, Social Conscience, was safely held behind her in the heat. Of course, she's a captain Teeps winner here in the spring. The Ruthless Dame form's good. Paris Dior's trial, well, I don't love gate one. Because Hero, you know, well tipped by Mark at a price. First up, um, he's certainly in the game. And I'm with you on running by to some extent as well. So, you know, again... Um, I don't think it ends there. But for the record, I'm 3, 15, 16 and 6. 3, 15, 16 and 6 from David Gately. Mark Hunter, 15, 17, 7 and 10. My number's 19, 15, 16 and 18. And for clarification, Gator, and apologies for, for not listening on, on Thursday. I should have at least got the podcast. But was this the long division race for the weekend? <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, I was oscillating between the race, uh, this race we just touched on and the challenge stakes in Sydney. So... Um, I went with the challenge stakes, but uh, I wouldn't. Uh, it's not a hill I want to die on. No, we don't want to, and uh, might even get your thought on the challenge stakes before we let you go. Certainly, we'll get a best from from Sydney and around the grounds for you. It's twenty to nine. Last three legs of the quaddie. The Group One feature to come after this break.